Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Suddenly and Signlessly. Sensationalism sells. Truth endures. Now, I will admit that there is plenty of truth in the Bible that is sensational, properly defined, but that is not to be confused with hyped-up sensationalism that is not consistent with rightly dividing the word of truth. When it comes to the doctrine of last day's signs, sensationalism often replaces sound doctrine. And because of this, many are confused when it comes to the study of prophecy. One of the mega problems is not properly distinguishing Israel from the church. Everywhere in the New Testament, the distinction between Israel and the church is evident. 1 Corinthians 10.32 says, Give no offense either to the Jews or to the Greeks or to the church of God. The church is not the new spiritual Israel, quote-unquote spiritual Israel. The church is the church. It is not Israel. It is a whole separate, distinct, and new program. What pertains to the church does not necessarily pertain to Israel and vice versa. It was Jesus who initially introduced new church truth, and he spoke of it as yet being future at the time of his earthly ministry. In Matthew 16, 18, he said, And I say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. Future tense. And the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. The term Israel, in all 66 occurrences in the New Testament, always refers to Jews. Luke, who wrote both the Gospel of Luke and the book of Acts, never mentions the church in the Gospel of Luke. However, in Acts, he mentions it many times. In fact, in the book of Acts, he notes both the church and Israel existing side by side. The church is mentioned 19 times and Israel is mentioned 20 times. Yet these two groups are always kept distinct. When it comes to last day's prophecy, people often conflate and thereby confuse what pertains to Israel and that which pertains to the church. The Bible does speak in reference to the last days in regard to the church age, but in distinction, it also speaks about the last days in relationship to Israel. They are not the same thing. Prophecy scholar Thomas Ice explains, quote, The Bible clearly speaks of a last days or end time, but it does not always refer to the same period of time. The contextual referent enables the reader to know whether the Bible is speaking of the last days related to Israel or the end times in reference to the church. Many believe that there are specific signs that relate to the end of the church age. However, I believe that would be too strong to say that there are signs of the end of the church age. Instead, the Bible indicates what the condition of the church will be like, the general course of the age, and then warns about some general trends toward the latter part of the church age. <clears throat> Ice is correct in this observation. The New Testament does not give precise specific signs regarding the church age. In fact, it was Jesus who told the apostles who gave us the New Testament revelation, quote, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which a father has put in his own authority. Acts 1.17, or Acts 1.7, rather. In contrast to the church, there are very specific last day signs given in relation to Israel. Daniel 9.27 is very specific at the start of the 70th week of Daniel, the seven-year tribulation period that pertains to Israel and not the church, will begin with Antichrist signing a seven-year covenant with Israel. That is definitive. Precisely halfway through the seven-year period, Antichrist will break this covenant. 
In describing phenomenon that will take place in the tribulation period, with the focus on Israel, Christ said, Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads, because your redemption draws near. Last day's signs in relation to Israel are precise and definitive. This is not true for the church. Hebrews 1-2 says that God has in these last days spoken to us by his Son. The first coming of Christ officially introduced us to the last days. Paul says that we are those upon whom the ends of the ages have come, 1 Corinthians 10:11. We don't need signs to alert us to the fact that we are at the end of the age because we have plain revelation from God already telling us this. We know we live at the end of redemptive history. We just don't know how long the process will continue. We are to constantly live ready. Christ may come at any time. He comes for the church without warning, suddenly and without specific signs. While there are no specific signs in regard to the last days of the church age, there are trends you could call broad-brushed indicators that we are getting closer. As Paul said, knowing the time. Now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Romans 13.11 In general, you could lump all these last days trends related to the church age into one package. This general broad brush sign, as seen in the New Testament, is that of rising apostasy. The one general sign, if you want to call it that, is that of abounding apostasy. It's not a health crisis, some war, or some other phenomenon. Rather, the Bible depicts the last days of the church age as days of growing apostasy. That's it. The prevailing indicator in the church age that we are getting ever closer to the coming of Christ is growing apostasy a departure from the faith. 1 Timothy 4.1, Now the Spirit expressly says in the latter days some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. 2 Timothy 3, 1-7, But knowing this, but know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. Men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unfor- unloving, unforgiving, slanders, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, Headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying his power, and from such people turn away. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women laid down with sin, laden down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And then a few verses later, 2 Timothy 3.13, But evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. That's the trend of the church age, worse and worse in relationship to apostasy, those professing to know God and yet denying him. 1 John 2, 18, 19, little children, it is the last hour, as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming. Even now many Antichrists have come, by which we know, by which we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us, for if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. A description of apostasy. How do we know it's the last hour? This rising spirit of Antichrist that reflects itself in apostasy. If a person doesn't make the proper distinction between what applies to the church and what applies to Israel, they will never make the proper prophetic distinctions regarding last day's truth. John MacArthur rightly says, you get your eschatology right when you get Israel right. You get Israel right when you get the Old Testament covenant covenants and promises with Israel right. You get the Old Testament covenants and promises right when you get the interpretation of Scripture right. You get the interpretation of Scripture right when you're faithful to valid rules of interpretation. 
We have been living in the last days of the church age for over 2,000 years. We don't need any signs to reveal this. We have God's revelation given in the Bible. We are called to live ready. Suddenly and signlessly, the church will one day be removed from the earth to heaven. And God's last days program for Israel will then become front and center. Then will come all manner of last day signs that will usher in the coming of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords to this earth. We don't need a sign. We've been given revelation. Live ready. Perhaps today, Maranatha. Lord, we thank you for your word and help us to rightly divide the word. Uh, all kinds of speculation, all kinds of ideas that are kind of unhinged and without context and without proper study of the whole counsel of God. <clears throat> so, Lord, we thank you for this, the church age, and that you are building your church. And the church is a unique body, as, as we have, see in the whole revelation of, of New Testament scriptures. And so, Lord, uh, we thank you for the hope that we have, the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the blessed hope, the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's ever our hope, down through the church age, perhaps today. It's imminent. Lord, help us indeed to live ready. And, uh, Lord, not be swayed by all kinds of errant teaching related to the last days, uh, signs and all kinds of stuff. Lord, uh, help us to think through the lens of Scripture and, and properly divide the word of truth. <clears throat> I pray in Christ's name. Amen.